Hey everyone, welcome to Universal Energy Radio and the Lois Effect. My name is Elisa. My name is Liz. I like that little intro. Hey everyone. Hey. That's it. That's it. Hey y'all. Hey. I know. Hey y'all. Yeah, we're just going to do a podcast. Hey. Hey everyone. That's cute. Maybe casual. Maybe I'll I'll change it up every single time. I'll try something different. I think you should. Hey everyone. Right. Hey kittens! <laughs> well, before we go down this kitten hole, but I'm from hey, uh, hey, a rabbit hole. You went there, a kitten hole. Rabbit I didn't go hole. there. You're the one that said something. I, I don't go. I, I said hey. I don't know. Kitten hole, rabbit hole. I just said hey, uh, hey, yeah, hey. okay, hey. All right, you just went you there. Just so. I didn't go. No place. I, I didn't go. No place. Convent, currently sat, talking to you with a much-needed cup of coffee. I should probably start drinking the coffee because I'm a mess. <laughs> um, but you did say, like, like, as, as the listeners dwindle, let's, let's see what else is going on on Block Talk uh, <laughs> right now, live. Let's, let's, try, let's peruse another show because these two are waiting. Maybe they, they're not waiting. Maybe they, they called another show. But if they still want to talk to us, I guess we should take the call. The hand is still raised. It's area code. Oh, they're still raised. They're brave. What a brave soul. <laughs> they're still there. Area code mm-hmm. 310. Good morning, called. You're on the air. Who is this? Hey, this is Vince from New York. How are you? Vince. Oh, we're amazing. What's going on? Oh, not much. Just um, still looking for work. And every, every um, interview that I've had, um, you know, they they get back to me a week or two later and say, uh, thanks for replying, thanks for coming in for the interview, but we moved on to another candidate. And, you know, it's just getting frustrating. Now, yesterday I went to um, General Electric Company in Schenectady for a job interview, and they are hiring, they're hiring a lot of people, so I don't know how it's going to go. They said it'll be about a week or two before they get back to me. And, well, um, if you remember and, the last time we spoke, I don't want to, um, don't mean to cut you off at all, but I just want to remind you, I said something having to do with three, I didn't know, three weeks, three months, three something. Uh, okay. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I guess you didn't, I guess you didn't remember that. But yeah, I didn't. It, okay. Keep going. Oh, so, yeah. So anyway, um, Today, um, I have a job review at 10 o'clock at uh, Campbell's Sioux Company um, in, in uh, Connecticut. And then tomorrow, I have a job interview at Uline, but it's in Allentown. So I'm just right now going all over the place. But the one job that I wanted, they never got back to me. And then I found out on Friday that they had, they had already filled the position and they passed me by uh, despite my experience. And similar jobs, so I was kind of disappointed in that. So okay, so so if you were to, I mean, you, it's, you're disappointed in the idea of not getting it, but perhaps. Yeah. Do you follow what I'm saying? Right. It's the idea, and the only way to shift from the heaviness and and it's an illusion of heaviness and it's an illusion of weight and it's an illusion of expectation because it's all in the field of idea. If you focus on your purpose and your intent, and I know you're exhausted and I know you're such a good, uh, loyal and faithful husband to your wife who's had tremendous uh, physical challenges from what I remember. It's about focusing not so much on the idea, but on the purity of the love that you have for your wife, the valiant intent and purpose, and the hopefulness as opposed to a disappointment. I don't know what else I can say to you um, 
the fact that you didn't remember that I said something had to do with the number three. And that's okay, Vince. I, I'm not personally attached to who listens to us, who doesn't. The fact that we even have any listeners is still a miracle 12 years in. It's not the point. We're not attached to that. But the point that I'm making is know what we can say to you except what we've been saying. There's been a continuum of just this energetic vibration every time you call. And Elisa and I have nothing but compassion and support. Right. But we cannot go into your uh, field of perception to just distinguish between the disappointment of the illusion as opposed to, or the idea, as opposed to focusing on your faith and your intent and your purpose and the love that Source has for you. So that's really all I can speak on this. And I'm going to just turn it over to Elisa to see what she has to say. But I have nothing but respect for for you and your position. And like I said the last time we spoke, which you probably don't remember, I felt like the the number three had something to do with you getting a job, and I felt that you were going to get gainfully employed, but I can tell from the tone and the frequency of this call that even that didn't sink in. You know, even my support. No, it's not sinking in. So, hello. But so, therefore, I'm going to step back and allow you to continue on the path because there's nothing more infallible than the law of free will. So I'm going to turn okay. it over to Lisa, but I would suggest that this feeling continues. Perhaps you should explore maybe calling other shows to see okay. if you get a perspective that might sink in, that you might really, really at your core intuitively listen to. Because, you know, it's about okay. freedom and free will. Okay. Well, all that, all that being said, Vince, I mean, are you just giving us an update or did you actually have a – a question for us or is it no just, I, uh, I did I, I I was giving you an update but this morning uh before I woke up um a couple of things happened is um I had a dream that I was working at um a bottle company um and what what's been happening is I've been applying to uh dozens of positions open at um, a Niagara bottling and water company um, in Allentown. Now I did get a call last week because they also have a warehouse in Connecticut. I did get a call last week that he was going to submit my um, application to hire manager and uh, bring me in for an interview. And I haven't heard anything from them, but I did have a dream that I was working there, but also um, back in uh, last November, I was fired from a job. Um, no, not this last November, but the November 4 and 21, I was fired from a job for something I didn't do. And then about two months ago, I um, just before I woke up, I kept hearing a voice saying, whispering in my ear, um, you're going to get a second chance. And this, the job that I got fired from, um, they... Um, they're having on April first. They're having a job fair, and because they're they're hiring some people, and I'm thinking about going to it because they said that I would be eligible for rehire after one year, and it's been over a year. I, I'm wondering if they're if I'm going to get another chance at this job. What? Well, I, I mean, my feeling is that that is the chance that is that you show up to that job fair. I mean, I I can't right. say that. That it's like, uh, okay, they're going to hire you, but um, there are so many things that you put in motion. Like you've already mentioned, you know, a few other opportunities that you've, you know, it's in the it's in the flow. Um, right. If if by April first, you know, you're you're you'll find yourself, you know, with with not having to make a decision or nothing's nothing's decided. Like the thing is, they they either make it off or all these places that you're that you've interviewed for, um, that you put applications in for, they either offer you something or, or they don't. But what I what I'm hearing, right. you know, is a bigger picture is that you know you have been doing your work and you've been and you've been applying. 
Um, and it's sheer numbers at this point. It's just, you know, some, something is going to happen. Um, if you're having these dreams, uh, one, I think it's a, it's a, it's a situation that you're familiar with. Like you've, you've worked at a, a bottling company before. And, um, and from what I understand, from what I remember of told us, you know, you, you actually did enjoy it. Um, so I just say, uh, if your question is, is there going to be a chance? Like, well, yeah, that is a chance. <laughs> if you show up on April 1st right. to go to that job fair, that is that chance. Um, it's, uh, I would say, um, get yourself in a, in a, in a mindset and in a, I guess in a certain feeling, despite all the things that are happening right now, the uncertainty, I would say, get yourself, if you're, if you're just not just gearing up for, for this job fair, but for any, anything that you're getting into, you, you're going to need to take a few moments, you know, a few minutes to prepare yourself, kind of clear all the old energy out and just allow, like, like you said, is it a, is it a chance? Is it a second chance or a third chance or whatever? Is it a chance? Is it an opportunity? And, and give yourself that, the edge that you need so that you're not bringing in all this you know, heaviness and the baggage of not knowing, you know, uh, of any kind of feeling of, of disappointment because you haven't heard anything in the positive yet. Um, you know, so just give yourself that that moment, whatever it takes to do that next step before you get into the job uh, interview or you know before you even get to the to the location. <clears throat> you know, try to try to figure out a way, you know, picture you know even that dream. It sounded like that dream was like okay, well that's that's kind of you know that that's a positive thing. That's like, that's, that gives you hope that gives you something to look forward to because it gives you a visual that you could see yourself doing it. Um, and so maybe not the actual, I got to do it, but the feeling, what does that give you? That feeling is a feeling of, of, you know, relief, a feeling of, uh, like you said, opportunity, a feeling of a second chance. And, and even if it's with, you know, this, the same company you've done before, uh, Another thing that was coming up for me was just pay attention, like maybe write down, and this is just for you, not to bring necessarily into the the interview or the opportunity, the, you know, the, the job fair, because that's not an interview, that's just a job fair. Um, you know, bring write write some stuff down, like some questions, because um, I, I kind of I, I want you to go in and have them see you, regardless of who it is, have them see you as someone who is very qualified for the job, very confident. You know, you bring in a lot of good energy and you got to have that good energy, a positive energy. Okay. If you go in with this idea of, well, I got to defend myself because I, you know, I, I should be here. I'm, I'm, I'm eligible. Um, you know, just think of ways if you were receiving you, if you were on the other side of it and you were running the job fair for your, for that company and you're, here's somebody who's coming in with a past history, but, was told a certain thing and is showing up again, how would you, you know, if that person just showed up and it was you, you know, what would, what would be some, some possible, you know, red flags or what were some things that you would like to see? And then if it, if it, if it's good enough, then let's, let's, let's go a little deeper and find out more. I mean, I just, I don't want you to try to put everything up there up front and have them have to dig through all this stuff to see who you are you know, before they get right. to, you know, ask you some, some just regular questions. Um, I mean, I, I think this could be one of, one of, you know, a, a few opportunities because you're just, you're just putting it out there. You're really, you're really putting a lot of energy into it. Just remember yeah. to give yourself that, that clean slate that you're, that you're looking for and not bring in, because you've called us a few times over the years, and it's been something you know kind of similar would happen with the with the job situation, and we just kind of want to move out of that out of that frequency into something higher, where it's okay. it's a good fit for you, it feels good, you're doing well, um, you know you're aware of what they're what they're looking for, what they're wanting, and you're also aware of what you're bringing to the table. It like I said, it's a good fit, and as long as everything is on the up and up, on both ends. Then you know you're you should be you should be flowing into that because it's something that you know and it's also I feel like you know you you you'll be a really good uh, a good coworker a worker you know 
do what you need to do. Um, just you know, it's sometimes it's that that heaviness that can kind of drag you down, and you start thinking and, and act, uh, asking different different questions that aren't going to get you any any further than where you are right now. You know, you, you right. don't want to bring in all the doubt and 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 the insecurity and and like the disappointment. It, it it's heavy. I'm not saying you can't feel those things, but just try to you know breathe through it when you get to these certain junctures when you're when you're needing to you know be in front of somebody. And you're needing to show your best, uh, you know, your best assets, and and try to ride that energy because you have it, you've done it, you've done it before a few times, you've done it. Yeah. Um, you just need that extra edge, and right now it's just, you know, it's sort of like uh, uh, a little, a little heavier than than perhaps it it it, it can be, um, you know. Then then you can move it forward a little bit more, and I just feel like you know, like Liz has been talking about just finding relief. She's like, I'm not looking for happiness; I'm looking for relief. And I think when you get a, a, a another yes, that's that's a relief, a little bit of a relief. Yeah. And just just take that, and just like a little bit, a lot of a little bit can make a big difference. Um, okay. But that's 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 what I can offer. I mean, I'm I'm not picking up on on anything in particular. I mean, Liz is usually the one that's like boom. But your mindset and your energy field, as do what you need to do to clear it out um, of of just the heavy stuff. Because I know that's I mean, it's it's a heavy situation for you that's going on. But if you find little moments that can just lift you up just a little bit, just take it because it's it's like seeing the sun after I you know three days of rain, you know, oh my gosh, that's all you need. <laughs> you, you know, it's just like, oh, that, that's that little breath of, of, of fresh air that you need. And I think that's what you can bring. That's what you need to be able to do for you, regardless of whatever's happening, but it, regardless of whether it's a job opportunity or not, just every day. And that's why, you know, Liz is not big about, you know, go ahead and do a meditation, do something to, to help yourself. And that, you know that little passage of time where you're, you know, you're meditating or doing something just just some self care for you, can just be that little edge you need every day. Because the more you do it, then 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 you kind of get yourself into a different type of routine uh, where it's not about the worry. It's because it, you're in motion, and and there's so many okay. things that you can focus on. I mean, seriously, if you look at all the stuff you've just been doing just to find work, that's I mean, it's amazing to me. It, you know that you're able to do all these things, and 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 you're in your you're you're at least getting these interviews. Some people don't even get interviews, um, you know, or yeah. they don't even see those opportunities. They don't even see the opportunities. Some people are like, I haven't found anything. You know, you're like, I put I put my, my application in. So you, you're you're at a certain level where the those are you're open to them. It's just sometimes it's a little heavy when you get there, and and it's just what you, what can you do for you to prepare the way for like, oh, this is, it feels good. If you, if you felt something really good and uplifting from just having a dream, you don't fixate on the dream, but just, just try to get that, that, that feeling back up of, of the opportunity uh, for that second chance. This is you offering yourself that second chance. And it can come from okay. that position. It can come from all the other things that you put in motion. Um, and that, that's a, that's like okay. a, a good, a good opportunity or a good situation to have, but you've been creating that. And that's, that's you. That's, that's right. wonderful. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, and I don't know. I mean, I don't know how crazy the weather, I mean, I'm down South in Atlanta. Um, but like right now, even though I mean, it is cold, but the sun is out <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And it may be, all you need to do if the weather is at least decent enough, sunny, even if it's cold, go out, be out in nature for a moment, just soak it yeah. in. Because that's 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 a that's a simple beauty or a, a simple you know even the sunlight helps a little bit. Just get yourself recharged. Just do these little things. It doesn't have to be like a a, a big thing that can happen. It's just some something small for you to feel just a little bit better. And and the more you do it then the better you'll feel. And this is, this is about just you owning your own, your own power, your own, you know, your own decision-making and, and just little things to take care of you, not to have to be somewhere, do something, but just to, just to be. And that the sources that, you know, that will sustain you, 
that's not outside of you. It's connecting, you know, it's connecting with bigger things, but you've got to be that person that like that connector has got to be as strong as possible. And that's, that's the thing that you can control. That's you. And you've been doing it. You've been doing this for, for so long, you know, the, the grind of just making sure you're taking care of, you know, your, your, your wife, you know, your situation, but just the, the little things that you do for you that don't require any money just going outside and, and just soaking in some sunshine or just right. listening to something that's going to uplift you for a moment just and receiving it and knowing that you're doing it. When it clicks like that, you're like, I can, then I can, I can look for, I can start tuning in to other things that are going to be just like that. You see how your day okay. goes. Okay. And it okay. seems simple, but this is what we can offer you. Because this, then this is okay. you listening to you and, and what, your, what your highest group things can do. But I say good luck to you today because I know you've got something, some place to be. Good luck to you. Bring, take a few moments, you know, a minute or two at the very least. Get yourself in a positive, feeling good. Like bring something that, that just makes you feel really good. Yeah. And go and in I'll there just, um, and, and give them your sorry. best. And I'll just okay. add this: when you, when when you go out there, <clears throat> go out there like you are really enjoying the process of meeting new people. It's about attraction, energetic attraction, and this authentically, not fake, but just this is my pleasure to show up here. It's about uh, presenting your best self and being attractive energetically. So it's about shifting from the heaviness to the lightness, but act like it is just the most pleasant circumstance for you to participate in. Because in the hiring process, you have to be attractive. And I don't mean that in the superficial way. I mean it in a energetic way. Right. Would you hire yourself? You know, look at yourself in the mirror, Vince. Would I hire me? Because it's a two-way street. And I want you to start thinking about the humanity of the other people. So you, 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 and what they're not doing. I want you to include the other people involved. They're people with struggles. They're people with families. Relate to the humanity. Imagine that there's an energetic cord from your heart to the heart of whoever you're speaking to. And let's see what happens. Yeah. Well, let's leave it okay. there. Take care and all the best oh. to you. All right. Thanks. Okay. Good luck. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, you, um, you mentioned a while back, and you're a big fan of uh, Tosha Silver. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the groups that, that we, um, we, like Anna um, and sometimes Amy and I will, will – sit in on, on a Thursday night with um, our friend Anita. Uh, yeah. we, just, we just started, she just started this last week where we're going to do the, um, we're going to take the next, I guess it'll be nine weeks, but eight weeks, whatever, to do the It's Not Your Money book. It's Not Your Money, yes. Yeah, and it's not necessarily like a book club. She's like, you don't have to buy the book. She was just going to go through like oh, the no. highlights and, yeah, and yeah, do yeah. the, yeah. you know, yeah. you know, Prayers. Do the do the different prompts and say, okay, for this week, well, you know, just this is this is what you know she's wanting you to do. Um, so oh, I great. I ended up um, I ended up ordering the book, so it hasn't come in yet, but um, I did download it too, <laughs> the audio book. Yeah, no, it's the good. audio book. Yeah, yeah, I, I have the audio book. Driving. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, I liked I liked a lot of I like a lot of what she says. Um, yeah, she's great with that idea that, you know, it, even with the title, it's not your money, you know, it, it's, it sources the one that provides. So it's not, uh, that's right. That's it's right. not you having to take care of all of it. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a level of surrender that that's you right. can allow, you can allow and that's you can right. receive. Mm-hmm. And, that's right. um, it, it's oh, interesting that's right. how it just rewires so much of, of how you mm-hmm. view things and, um, yeah. So uh, yeah. So we like we're technically doing our doing the first week. It'll take us two weeks though, because she can't get on a call for for this uh, for this week. 
So um, that's which is, cool. Which is perfect. But yeah, yeah, I'm, and I'm very how happy. Interesting that we just had this call. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah. How interesting. It's, it's sort of putting you know what you are already what's already in motion. You know, even though it's unofficially started, but you already took the intention, the intentional steps. You know, you downloaded the book, you ordered the book, you guys are about to start, whatever. But it's already, it's already in motion. You already practiced it right now with with our caller. Just just right. a second. Yeah, because it really is surrendering to the receptivity of source and the worthiness, and also it's the timing for a return of your energetic investment that you've been doing at a quantum level your whole life. Right. And yeah, so that's gorgeous. Really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So and I've been listening see, you could, to the book. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know mm-hmm. I've listened to it probably a few times because I fall asleep to it. And, yeah. And and, um, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll just need to. But you know, I just need to do the, the, the one thing for this, you know, the whatever prompts are for this week um right you know so every day i'm saying that abundance you know change me prayer um it changed me prayers yeah mm-hmm. yeah um yeah and yesterday to receive yeah it's beautiful. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah yeah um and yesterday i finally got some stuff in my room it's still you know quite quite more to do but I'm like, you know these are the big things because a lot of the stuff is definitely not mine at all i had just taken it from uh from um, my father, who was like, I need to get rid of this stuff. I said, okay, <laughs> I need I need to clear out my. He was clearing out stuff, from, you know, from from his closets. And I'm like, all right, well, mm-hmm. I'll take it and I'll I'll donate it. But I never got around to donating it. <laughs> well, then you're gonna start doing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my goodness, it's gonna happen. No, that's great. That's really great that the three of you are doing that together. Well, I mean, yeah. I, um, I'm the one doing. I don't know. Um, Anna and Amy weren't on the call, and Amy oh, doesn't. She, you know, she's she. I kind of pops in and out. Um, but I am getting the book, and I didn't, you know, mention it to Anna. I sent her. I, I typed out the prayer, and I sent it to her. Um, oh, nice. You know, I read it. I read it to her yesterday while we were uh, eating breakfast. She's like, "Ooh, yeah, that sounds nice. good. Send it to me." So I, beautiful. I'm still awaiting for the book. To uh, the, mm-hmm. the hard, the hard go on the paperback to arrive. Mm-hmm. Um, but all those, all those things make sense. Like the, just yep. the, the, the decluttering and and just all of it. That's sort of like what I was telling Vince. You know, there's just like this heaviness, mm-hmm. this baggage that comes with with this job, the job stuff, really, because that's yes, the job mm-hmm. for for the support. You know, and I was, what's interesting is I was told this a long time ago, um, I think probably the, when I was still living in this house the first time, and mm-hmm. I just, um, I just, I think I had just finished, like, I, I, I didn't, I didn't try to look for another job after I got on my tor- corporate job, because I knew that that wasn't the environment I wanted to be in, but I didn't know what I was doing. Right. And, um, and this reader had said, you know, well, you know, you have to be thinking in different terms. It's not just the one job that's going to, you know, give you right. the stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, in early 2000s, I wasn't thinking in that way. I was just like, I don't know. I just need to do something, <laughs> you know. Um, so um, and then I also years later um, had another friend do a reading and she this is a, a my friend Elizabeth Losey who was mm-hmm. doing the Akashic Records readings and she had said you know she's like yeah they're showing me like there's like a lot of there's all these people that are just lining up to you know to to like give you money like to you know to to do work with you and you're just not seeing it yet I'm like oh <laughs> you're like where are they at <laughs> Where are these people at? Apparently, they're in another dimension. But yes, apparently, <laughs> the bank, the bank of not here. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, all right. Well, you know, so okay, and, and, 
and it's but but that that feeling because that for me sometimes the feeling of of doing just a plain old you know numerology reading like I, I want to do more than that but if that's what people you know it's like oh, that's that's what I'm just kind of curious because they're all just curious they just want to hear about themselves I'm like okay but but there's got to be you know I I want to I want to just trying to create something just a slightly different that that's a little bit more than that mm-hmm. um, yep and it, I guess I don't yep. know what that is yet so. No, it it will definitely it will definitely uh, shift, and it really is. Um, my life changed a year ago, September. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like the just, and and it was amazing where I um, got my taxes done um, about a week and a half ago, and to see the shift over the last two or three years and the trust in source, the trust in myself, um, they go hand in hand, the surrender to receive. And again, like I was saying to Vince, um, intent and purpose, it's, it's fun. It's just fundamental. And, to be the most, not superficially attractive, but energetically attractive, and it's about the whole, the whole, the whole picture. It's so synergistic, mm-hmm. and the freedom that comes with that, and, and the humbleness. That I mean, I re, I remember when NYU asked me to teach in person. It was the day that the unemployment from COVID ran out. Literally the day. Wow. And I remember falling to my knees in my bed and weeping, weeping, like, oh, my God, I can take care of my family. Thank God. Mm. Um, so it is absolutely possible um, to just on a quantum level to be doing the work, doing the work, doing the work, and, and all of those things. And knowing that you have something to to contribute and knowing your value, that's really what it comes down to. Mm, yeah. You know, and 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 like no sooner did that piece come to it in terms of becoming uh gainfully employed, you know, then I was on my little, you know, dating which I still am, uh <laughs> married around. Hello. Um, and that's a whole other layer and dimension of worthiness and self-value. It's right. so complex. But I think all roads lead to how you value yourself. Are you worth investing in? Well, you're not worth investing in unless you start investing in yourself. You know, and this is why I tell my students, act like you're happy, act like you're happy to meet these people. Act like you're happy to be there, even though it's barbaric or whatever. You know, this in, the entertainment industry is an insane asylum. Um, act like you're happy to be a part of it. Mm. It's about attraction, and I don't mean that on a superficial level. How attracted are you to yourself? And that is a very daunting task, especially when that is something that you weren't hardwired for. And Mm. what's crazy is that when I really traced things back, and I have to laugh, I was not even a toddler. (laughs) So it makes sense that, you know, I'm wired with the anxious attachment style. I'm wired for all these things. I don't blame my parents. It's just they were dealt such a crazy hand that, you know, they did much better <laughs> for us and I'm doing much better for my kids. But I don't even know if I told this, if I shared this story because it was funny. I was talking to a girlfriend and I traced it back and I'm like, oh my God, this has been my whole freaking life. No wow. wonder. No wonder. But um, I don't know if I told this story, but I, did I tell the story that I, I got my first passport when I was six months old? Did I tell the story? No. No. Okay. Okay. So so we would visit my – so, you know, the way you have a family in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. So I have family in Colombia and Panama. But, like, mo- most summers we go to both countries, but spend a lot of time in this little village town 
in Colombia where my uh, father's parents were from. And so in Spanish, the word for saint is Santa, like uh, Santa Claus, Santa, La Santa, right. the saint, La Santa, right? That became my nickname when I was a oh. baby. And I'll, tell, and I'll tell you why. So I was an infant, not quite a toddler, was not walking at the time. And somebody was holding me. And they discovered that lodged in one of my heels was a piece of glass. And I had never cried or complained about it. And they thought the amazing thing. That's crazy. (laughs) That I sucked it up. My whole life. Hence the nickname, La Santa, the saint. You had a piece of glass in your foot. Piece of glass in my foot for God knows how long. I mean, I don't know if it got infected or whatever, whatever. I couldn't say a damn thing. Not even a whimper. Not even a whimper. And then what's also interesting, my mother thought I had polio or some crazy shit with with myself because I was a very, I didn't start walking until I was 22 months old. Really? Probably because I knew, yep. Probably, I thought there was something, probably because I knew, like, oh, this is going to, mm, this is going to be, oh, you got, ooh, what, you got ahead for you, girl? Let's just try to delay this. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just see if we can just, you know, is there, is there, is there a skip intro button? Is there, is there something that I can, you know, is there a delay? Is there a default setting? Yeah. Yeah. So this is, and I'm no victim. This is just the hand I was dealt. This is just the path of, you know the path of growth and self-discovery, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. So, hello, this is all about uh, processing worthiness and value. It's taken my entire life. This is why I'm such a late bloomer. And I really think that, that what's crazy because time is an illusion that in the last, um, like, yes, in the last two, two plus years, I really feel that I've made up the difference um, on so many levels. It was, I had to accelerate and make up for decades, years and years and years and years to sort of be quote unquote caught up. Because it's not about time, and it's not a, it's not about a linear journey. And this is why I've shifted into forget happiness. Let me find relief. That's happiness to me. And forget trying to get all in my head, but to step back and experience witness consciousness, which is such a practice and such a, an art of discipline that takes so much discipline to shift from being in your head to really being the witness and to say, oh, look at what my mind's doing. Isn't that cute? And to really be the witness, that's, 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 that takes a lot of conscious um, effort and, and awareness to shift into it, to really feel like, oh, my God, I think, I think I caught up or that I'm really catching up to really being delayed on some developmental level from the majority of my life. So of course it's going to make sense to be, to be in relationships, to be in a marriage where I just let let myself disappear. Of course. It has nothing to do with that. I wasn't, I, I didn't have the capacity. I didn't have to, you know, I I didn't have the tool. So never too late for anything. None of it crazy to talk about being a late bloomer it's like if I don't bloom now I'm going to bloom in the next life so I better start <laughs> you know I better I'm, seriously seriously so it's very it's very interesting yeah it's very interesting so all those tools you know like it's not your money it's it's Michael Singer it's Tosha Silver it's all those it's doing this podcast all of these things it's, it's always just being this living breathing you know work work and, pro- and process and, and, and progress and then just to deal with the day-to-day, the tragedies, the losses, 
the fears, all of it. It's a lot. And the convent, you know, writing scripture. No, I'm out there in these streets. <laughs> so, yeah, there, it's, it's, there's a lot. There's wow. a lot. And, and the gratitude that I feel for all of it, albeit painful AF, all of it, just the gratitude and the relief. Yeah, I mean, don't aim for happiness, people. Just aim for relief. That's happiness. <laughs> <laughs> you know and uh, yeah and I just don't want to enable the stuckness or enable the the heaviness of the story and that's why you know I said what I had to say to Vince and I'm like at least please take it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know because it has to sink in you know we don't know how how much any of our callers not that they need to you know take every little detail, but we are not, this sounds so harsh, and this is not directed at any one listener at all, but this is not a public bathroom. Mm. You follow what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We are not a, a repository. We're, we're, we're here to, to, to shift the energy. And you know what? It's, it's, it's something for for us, for the listeners listening to us engaging on calls with people, um, it's something that we all need to energetically interact with for whatever reason. You know, think about the timing that, you know, you gave um, Vince such great, you're very patient and very loving and very kind, such great support and guidance. It is irrelevant whether he took any of it or not. But for you, that was necessary. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. For me to really step back and be a witness to all of it, for me to say what I had to say, and like, listen, it's a law of free will. I'm not trying to shift anything. All I know is that there's a pattern of heaviness, and I don't want to engage in that anymore. End of story. Mm-hmm. It's not good for me. I'm not going to drink this Kool-Aid. Call another show. That's it. So... But there's a reason for that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For us to participate in that. So, anyway. Um, my goodness. Oof. Right? Well, that's deep. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's just um, a lot of a lot of that interesting, really deep shifting happening. You know, there, there have been dreams happening the last few nights that I don't, mm-hmm. I don't remember any of uh, all the details at all, but it's just like, I feel like I've been watching a movie or I've been in a movie or, uh, you know, not even, yeah. I've been just in another world, just like, oh, what's going on? Mm-hmm. I had another dream where I was sort of floating. Well, I, I, I was in a chair, but this chair was like, uh, um, originally set like in a big it's sort of like an auditorium, but it was it was definitely on a college campus. That's why I think auditorium, but it was more like a like a planetarium. Um, mm. Because it was it was dark, but it was a big room, and you know it, it almost like a lounge, but also a planetarium. I was like like I knew we were supposed to be doing something, and I didn't know exactly what. Um, I remember sitting in a chair, and this chair was like sw- like swinging big time. Like that's how big this this room was. And I was sort of swinging close, you know, on one side, I guess if I were looking at where, wherever the stage would have been, it would be, I would be looking at it. I'd be on the left side and I never hit anything, but it was just like, Oh, I didn't think my chair was supposed to do this. And no one else's chair was doing this major, you know, swing thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was a, and it was a gentle swinging. It wasn't like, you know, amusement park ride. Like let's try to throw her off. But it's, so that's why I sort of felt like I was floating. But I knew I was in a chair. And I was just like, okay, just kind of looking around. And it kind of gave me the same vibe as one of those early dreams I had where I think when you interpreted it, it was like, yeah, this is like, this is Lois getting getting in touch with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't necessarily hear anything, but it was just, just that, that feeling of, yep. of, of swinging and floating and being in the air 
And knowing mm-hmm. that I was fine, like I was close to a wall, wasn't ever worried about hitting it, you know, any part of me. I was just mm-hmm. like, okay, just I'm just going to just going to enjoy this. I mean, for whatever it is, I'm sort of trying to look around to see, is there anything to do? Like, oh, well, I'm just going to swing. I'm just going to remember this feeling. That's what I, that's what I got from that. It's like, I'm always, I'm tend to always be in a, in a school type of setting. (laughs) So that's why um, I feel like this is sort of a, a learning environment, but it's not like there was a, a syllabus, a class necessarily. It was just where people were gathering, mm-hmm. but that's mm-hmm. where mine was. Mm-hmm. That's where it was. No, so. I'm getting, I'm getting uh, that obviously because that's who you are, but also um, like audience. Mm. Your witness. This is witness consciousness. Mm. That's what I'm getting. Mm. I mean, the academic stuff is that's who you are. You're hardwired for that. It's always about, you know, the veracity of learning, which Listen, I'm fascinated. Uh, this is why I get, my, I get myself into all these crazy situations because I'm like, I'm learning what it's like to be with a sociopath. Yay. I'm learning. You know, I like learning stuff. Fascinated. I'm just so fascinated. Uh, yeah. But it, it's, yeah, you're, you're in an audience. That, that's, and it's funny because before you said auditorium, I said she's in the audience. And you said auditorium, like, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> So that's what I think is going on. But there we are. So I think you should pull a message unless uh, someone is in the chat or in the queue. We have our, our usual suspects in the chat. So hello to okay. Jen, who said she's going to listen later. She sort of she wasn't there, and then she said, "I have a meeting." So okay, okay. but um, but Marguerite, okay. our dear Marguerite, is in there too. Oh well, okay, so, champ. Listen, <laughs> think about you all the time. Follow you on Instagram. I mean, talk about weathering a storm. Oh, so gracefully. Okay, let's definitely pull this. All right, so I'm ready when you guys are. Okay. Oh, two-digit number. 26. Oh, interesting. Pay attention to the signs given from contrast and see what they reveal. More often than not, it is a cry for self-love, compassion, and faith now. Hmm. That is deep. I'll read it again. Pay attention to the signs given from contrast and see what they reveal. More often than not, it is a cry for self-love, compassion, and faith now. 26. <laughs> wow. Um, That's crazy. Well, I... Uh... I'm going to go to the numbers in a moment, but, but but when you were talking, I was actually thinking about mm-hmm. your um, your interpretation of my dream mm-hmm. and about about being a witness or being in, being in yep. an audience. Yep. yep. The thing was, I was the only one in that audience, and there was no focal mm-hmm. point. I was the only one moving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So I think it's also about being seen and not being self-conscious about it. Because mm, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, it's not like mm. – I, no, I wasn't even trying to see if anyone was looking at me. I was just like – No, of course. No one else is swinging, but mine is swinging, so I'm going to swing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's enough. Yeah. Um, anyway um, – well, we know that the message number sequence, the two and the six, equal an eight. Yeah. Um, but the the first two numbers, the two and the six, are just, you know, to me, very beautiful numbers. I'm I'm big fans of two and six. Um, and there's these are all even numbers, so very uh, um, 
I guess, responsible type numbers. They, they want to make sure everything's good, everyone's okay, especially the two and the six, which twos deal with other people all the time. They want to be supportive. Six has to do with, with being able to nurture the people around them. Um, so you can imagine how that two and the six can equal something that is, is as powerful as an eight of, of goals realized. But it has to do with, um, with teamwork, you know, with, with uh, um, collaboration and, and also paying attention to details, which is what that two is about. Um, and then that six, was, which, is, which is really saying, yeah, th- if these are things that you're going to work on, be sure that, that, you're, um, like, that you're happy doing what you're doing, that you love the things that you're doing, the people you're with. Um, that's a, that that's always in into uh, the mix of things, and it's a consideration. It's a very considerate number, so to, uh, to apply that um, because when when sometimes you think of people who are goal getters, you know they're, they're trying to achieve stuff, which is what you get with an eight. It can almost like the competition can be so much that it disregards those other numbers like that make it up, like the two. With, with being supportive and being in, in collaboration and cooperation. And then with the six where the, the support and the love become distorted, you know, it's like, I do this for you, like, but you're not ever here, you know, that, so it's, it's trying to be present and, and realizing you're, you're not above anybody else. You're, you're part of it. You're part of the team. Um, and, you know, everyone talks about, you're only as strong as your weakest link. Mm. And, the focus doesn't usually fall on that unless, like, you know, shit's going down. And then you start to figure out, you know, who to blame. But right. your weakest link is struggling. Um, you know, how you right. how you right. attend to that mm. gives a clue to how you handle everything. Right. Um, Good point. Yeah. And, and, I mean, and so your that's why... Link is, go ahead. Yeah, well... Uh, because they're showing me the the image of like sweeping something under the rug. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like you, yourself, your value. Right. So you try to cover it your up. Your weakest link. Mm-hmm. If your weakest link is not regarding the valuing yourself. Right. Hello. Yeah. Right. Because the, then, then no one thrives in that environment because there's nothing allowing it to mm-hmm. thrive. Um, right. It's weighed down. Yeah. Thanks for that, Matt. Fascinating. Thank you. So that's that's where that contrast is, you know. When and and, mm-hmm. and, and again, it's not to focus on on every you know every last thing that you never get off the ground. You know, like oh, this is this isn't going to be perfect, so why do it? Because that's a right. That's another you know kind of avoidance type of mechanism. Oh yeah, that's a cop out. Uh, yeah. You know, to not. Mm-hmm. No, I won't fail, but I also won't do anything. Um, right. So I won't fail. Right. Um, yeah. uh, so, but the, yeah, that's why that, that contrast allows you to see, um, it, it just allows you to see a more complete picture. It isn't about a perfect picture. It just means, you know, can you find a good balance with things that are, are working well and things that could, could use improvement? And, and do you obsess over one or do you elevate one over the other? Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you remember that first number is a two, that is about, about balance, um, balance and harmony. So not, not to make everything equal, but to see, okay, what, what can, what can be shifted in our perspective? Right. So it's not all wonky. <laughs> That's a, right. Uh, industry term um they're all wonky um i I would say this past week with uh you know funeral that i attended and also finding out on facebook of all things Uh friday morning that one of my high school friends passed away Um, oh my goodness oh my god so many deaths lately a, a lot, a lot, and this, a lot. You know, yeah. uh, this is my friend Gary, um, and I don't think I've seen him since high school. 
because I think he ended up joining the military and was stationed in Germany for a number of years. Um, yeah. But we, you know, we're obviously, we were friends on Facebook. And just to, to get that, it was just such a shock. And so oh many of God. us from our high school were like, so what? You know? Uh, and, and Gary was like, he was probably one of the first people I, I knew who was in an interracial relationship. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so Gary was this amazing black guy and just super, super talented with, um, like he, he could, um, he could sing and dance. He did, he did not theater, but he did something like with, with a, 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 a children's group, you know, like he, this was, I don't know how old people were, um, you know, Preteens to teens, they kind of did, you know, a little, uh, it was a little company. Well, it was called the Youth Company, as a matter of fact. Um, he did that for a while. Then he used, like, played football. He was a wrestler. Um, wow. And and just everyone, all all the people, he was such a great guy, and he did. He's had he had the, he had the greatest smile. Um, from what I understand, he wherever he was, if I don't, I, and I still can't tell if he was if he was in Charleston, you know, our hometown when he passed, or if he was still in Germany. But um, wow, I want to say that he it looked like he was like coaching people like in boxing, either oh, wow. that or he was some type of you know some type of motivator supporter. I kind of feel like he was a coach. Um, so. There were just so many things about him, and that, I think that's what made me think, obviously, with so many things happening last week with end of life, of, you know, how mm. how you don't really keep in touch with – you can't keep in touch with every, everybody. No, of course not. But, no. you know, the things that you remember so – this is the stuff I remember of somebody when he was a teenager, and just, right. the, just the wonderful qualities about him from then. Right. That, you know, you – I mean, I'm assuming it's the same. <laughs> that, that, you know, he's he's all that and, and more, and obviously more. Of course, right. So, um, anyway, wow. so that's just we're, we're all thinking uh, about how how we stay in touch or or keep in touch with people, and, and you know, it's not about the words, you know, necessarily, um, right. but just just that connection and how do how do you stay connected? So, right. Uh, anyway, oh. Well, we, yes, we just, you know, he seems like a beautiful person. And what did he die of? No one's, no one knows. They don't know yet. No one knows. Yeah. Oh, it's a mystery. Well, hopefully it was, you know, not anything horrific and whatever. But he's, regardless of, of you know, what was going on here, uh, he certainly, you know, uh, has shifted and elevated because uh, what's over there is a lot better than what's over here. Uh, right? That's for damn sure. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, sorry to hear that, hon. Yeah, it was, it's definitely thrown everyone for a loop. With, sure. And we're all like, what? It's way too young. I'm like, yeah, because we're, we're way too young. <laughs> yes, of course. I know. Yeah, it's very sobering uh, to say the to say the least, and I'm sure you know more details will reveal themselves. Um, but that's yeah, that, I'm sorry about that. That that's tough. Even if you you know you have these memories, um, and those are timeless. So uh, yeah, sorry to hear that, sweetie. Yeah, yeah. Well, on this very bittersweet note. Um, if any of you need to get a hold of us, you can send an email to lawayblend at gmail.com. And we are scheduled to be back on the air this coming Thursday at 8.30 a.m. United States Eastern Time. Please take care of yourselves and each other. And as always, let the light do the work and to brighter days ahead. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.